Welcome back to a crazy little thing called Love Dev. It's episode 42, Cookout. Let's begin the show. Thank you for tuning back and downloading this episode of a crazy little thing called Love Dev. Yep, already mentioned that in my intro, but thought I'd mention it again, innit? After all the music. How's the lockdown going, people? Um, I've been cooking a lot lately. Watched a couple of YouTube videos, decided to start cooking for myself. Uh, I made, what did I make? I made butter chicken. Um, that was really nice. Also made chicken bolty. Um, I want to make jerk chicken and rice next. Yep, bit of Jamaican jerk chicken, you know. Want to make it properly, you know what I'm saying? I love rice and peas as well. <laughs> I do like a bit of rice and peas. Uh, normally get it at work sometimes. Um, but I want to make it myself. So, you know, brush up on the cooking skills. Talking about cooking skills, yesterday my missus said to me, she said, oh, fancy a barbecue. Um, but we don't have a barbecue, so I had to go and get one. But first I went to Aldi's to get, you know, some meat, some burgers, kebabs, uh, chicken, bit of sausage, you know, for the kids. When I was in there, people are still... I mean, the two-meter rule, it's like people are kind of doing the two-meter rule. But I've noticed that people are quite rude to each other as well. So while I was in Aldi, um, there was this bloke walking down the aisle where I was waiting to get to, for the checkout. And he said to the woman, he said, keep the two-meter rule. But he was the one that was walking past the woman. Um, she she got angry, the woman did. <laughs> <laughs> she called him the c word and he he was like well at least i'm not swearing and then they she just started swearing at each other and i thought there was no need for that i had my son with me at the time um obviously there was other kids as well in the supermarket people what's wrong with you man you don't you don't need to shout at each other we're all going through a hard time at the moment so i think the respect factor has gone out the window for some people no respect at all I feel a bit cheeky now because when I, before I got into the supermarket, there was a queue, quite a long queue actually for Aldi's, surprisingly. Well, I think it was a Saturday. Um, it was a lovely day yesterday um, and I feel cheeky now using my NHS card because I can jump the queue. <laughs> I feel proper guilty. I try not to look at the other people. So I'd walk up to the uh, security guard or the, the staff that's at the front door and I'd be like, do you let NHS staff in? And they're like, yep, yep. Have you got ID? There you go, bab. Cheers, you can go in. <laughs> feel like i got VIP privilege. Privilege? Privilege? What? I can't even say the word. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I did a bit of that. So I've, obviously I had to get a barbecue as well. Um, I checked into Aldi's first because they normally have good ones. And they sold out apparently. Oh, bugger. So I bought some charcoal. And then I ordered a barbecue from Argos, which I had to collect at 4pm. I thought, okay, that's fine. I'm not going to eat till later anyway. 
and because um, the weather was nice, the weather was nice yesterday. I thought, oh, that's fine, that's fine. So I waited all the way till about half past three, and I made my way up to Ar- the Argos up in Sutton Coalfield, which is about five six miles from my house. I went to go and pick it up, got the barbecue, came home. The sun was still out. Yeah, started to put it all together. Uh, one of the grills had a dent in it, which was not happy with. Uh, <laughs> I thought you buy something brand new and it's already damaged. Unbelievable. Guess what happened? It started to rain. Oh my. Oh, I was so angry. Sod's law, isn't it? Proper Sod's law, that is. Yeah. Um, so I was annoyed and um, I made chicken tikka as well. Made some chicken tikka kebabs, which I was really looking forward to. Uh, I had to end up using the grill in the kitchen. I'll, I'll have to wait for another day now till I can fire up that barbecue. <laughs> Uh, I've started eating meat again. I was a veg for a while, and um, I think I made yeah, I made chicken bolti as I said, and I had to try a little bit, and I ended up biting into a chicken piece. And do you know what? It was lovely. <laughs> Not gonna lie, it tasted nice, and then I ended up eating half of it. So <laughs> yeah, that was a wounder for me. Um, I've also started dyed my hair now um sheila my missus as you know she's a beautician but i basically got to i got annoyed with my hair i was like i've had enough of it it's so long i need a haircut my beard is just in a right mess and my missus was like i'm gonna dye your beard (laughs) it's her decision she's like i'm gonna dye your beard i'm gonna so she went to the supermarket to grab some hair dye and she came back and then she started cutting my hair with the scissors and do you know what? I didn't really care at the time. I thought, you know what? Just cut my hair. I'm not bothered now. I don't care how it comes out. Just trim it a little bit. And she did. And she dyed my beard as well. I couldn't look in the mirror. She said, you can't look in the mirror until I've done it all. So I got all my beard dyed and everything. I got my hair dyed as well. Because I'm starting to get greys now in the hair. I mean, i got a little grey streak. little silver fox. Um... But, you know, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, after I had a shower, uh, you, you do look a bit strange. <laughs> uh, I've got to get used to that black beard again. So I've left a little streak near my, uh, near my chin. I've left like a little, uh, gray, gray little mark there from the natural gray hair. I thought, leave that there. And it looks alright, to be fair. Um, she's done, a, she did a good job on my, on my hair and beard. So I'm quite impressed. She was cutting my hair going, oh, I used to cut my dad's hair. I used to cut my uncle's hair. I used to cut everyone's hair in the house. She goes, I did a bit of hairdressing for a while. I was like, how How do I not know this? <laughs> That's a range marriage for you, isn't it? You just <laughs> All the secrets come out slowly of what your partner's done. <laughs> like when I didn't know Sheila could swim. We went on holiday. Uh, to the Caribbean, and we went to this like it was like Waterworld, I think it was that kind of place in Dominican Republic, and they had this giant tank in there, and uh, I was like, let's go in that tank because you're allowed to go in if you got like scuba diving gear, so you can see all the fishes. They had piranhas in there, man. <laughs> I think they were piranhas. Anyway, we jumped into the big tank, and um, like you have, to, it's kind of like a like a, a maze kind of thing, like you got to go around it. So, halfway through, my missus was like, I can't swim, I can't swim. (laughs) 
I thought, yep, yeah, there you go. There's something else I didn't know about you. You can't swim. So you better turn back around and then go back. <laughs> I made a go back. So <laughs> I said, meet me around the other end. I'm carrying on. I carried on. <laughs> there you go. Bit of love there for you. <laughs> oh, man. Some people are silly. Talk about silly people. Should we do no stupid questions? Yeah, let's do a no stupid question. There's not a lot been going on other than that, really. Just cooking. Got my hair dyed. Still working. And that's it, really. That, that's all I've been doing. So, yeah, let's do a no stupid question. So, today's no stupid question comes from Villaneg. From the no stupid questions forum on Reddit, as I always mention. That's for the people who have never listened to this podcast before. And have no idea what I'm talking about. Okay, so Villaneg's stupid question was, do you ever think birds look at humans and be like, damn, he really just shoved a whole biscuit in his mouth? (laughs) And I can only peck at the crumbs. (laughs) Oh, oh man, what a weird question. I think, like, birds, okay... Um, yeah, I mean, birds know when you drop in food for them, first of all. So, if they see you eating a biscuit, I'm sure they'll be like, Yep, I wish I had a bigger beak. (laughs) I just have to keep pecking at this thing. (laughs) Uh, We've got a a, um, a robin that lives in our garden, I think. And uh, it always comes down. And your robins are one birds that are not scared of humans. That's one thing I noticed. A robin will come at least a metre or two metres next to you. (laughs) Nice to see the birds are keeping the two metre rule. (laughs) Yeah, and they're not even scared. And they'll peck food or worms or whatever they're doing. And they're not scared at all. And I think they're quite clever birds, actually. Robins. I think they are. I know they're more of a uh, seasonal bird, aren't they? People normally associate them with uh, Christmas and winter. The winter time. But yeah, you see them all year now. (laughs) Uh, let's see what people have said about this Um, somebody's put if this is the case I can promise pelicans are sitting around judging us for wasting so much time nibbling on our food (laughs) Uh, someone's put vultures look at us and probably like so you put the eggs and powder and some weird fungus that makes the goo rise in an oven and then you put the paste over it and you call it a delicious pastry I love a pastry yeah, basically the answer to this question, because I do not know what to say about it, is you probably, yeah, birds could be jealous of the way we eat, and that's probably the same for other animals. Oh, oh, listen to this. Apparently, there, oh, some agent Articu- Articuno. His reply to a comment on this post is put: "There is a conspiracy theory that birds are actually surveillance drones." <laughs> I think I've heard about this. Considering it's relatively easy for the average person to capture and kill a bird, I'm pretty sure it's an elaborate troll. Yeah. Do you really think birds are um, robots controlled? I mean, birds have been around for centuries. I'm not sure about that conspiracy theory. That is a really weird one. (laughs) That is a weird conspiracy theory. So, yeah, that... I've had enough of this no stupid questions, especially this one anyway. That's a dumbass question, that one is. 
Uh, let's do a weird news story so I can end the podcast again. I can't wait to end the podcast. It's like when I'm on stage. Can't wait to get off. <laughs> Cinema's on. Even if people are laughing at me, I'm like, oh, I need to get off now. <laughs> so, on a Thursday at 8pm, the whole of the nation claps outside their doorstep for all the NHS and frontline workers during this pandemic of COVID-19. And I've just saw this Daily Mail post um, and the weird news story is mind how you clap for carers any doctors claim that weekly round of applause for the nhs staff have resulted in unexpected spike in accidents <laughs> so people are clapping and injuring themselves and getting admitted to a and e <laughs> man how cl- how loud are you guys clapping because i've never had anyone clap for me and injure themselves at a gig so <laughs> Are you guys clapping with, I don't know, bricks and stones or something? I've noticed people are using uh, wooden spoons and their pots. I've seen a lot of that. Ding, 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 ding. I'm not trying to, you know, make a bell sound. It could be that. Who knows? Let's have a look. So an A&E doctor's claim that the weekly clap for the NHS staff has resulted in a bizarre spike in accidents. So Dr. Richard Pilling, shout out to Dr. Richard Pilling, no age. A consultant orthopedic surgeon told a colleague that the nationwide Thursday night ritual has led to a peak of admissions. So the unlikely trend was claimed by Dr. Pilling and disclosed by medical colleague Dr. John Wright. Blah, blah, blah. Boring old Daily Mail. Um, In a diary of the COVID-19 pandemic for the BBC. So Dr. Wright's diary entry speaks about interesting little peaks in accident rates that healthcare professionals were expecting. The clap for carers has made us a little busier. <laughs> it's very nice that everyone is very enthusiastic about showing support, but it's escalated, so people are coming out banging pans and seeing who can clap the loudest. <laughs> oh, clapping competition. It's nice to walk on your own doorstep and show appreciation. It's a chance to see your neighbours. That's the only time I see my neighbours. <laughs> I don't know everybody on my road. It's lovely to see people sticking together during the lockdown. Just do it less vigorously. Vigorously. You don't have to be the loudest on the street. So, the doctor says that one woman fell and slashed her knee. (laughs) While trying to get a better view while clapping. That's like, oh, she got distracted, didn't it? While some people have been exercising, they suddenly get up and clap and may be prone to falling and breaking their bones. (laughs) I shouldn't even be laughing, but... What else is this? Ella Simkin. Shout out to Ella Simkin, who's 23, from London, from the Big Smoke. She experienced an injury on her first hand. She went outside with her parents to clap on Thursday and decided to jump up onto a raised concrete flower bed to get a better view. (laughs) She ended up missing her foot and sliced open her knee. Ouch. She was then taken to hospital. I was very embarrassed when I got there. When I went for the extra, I was telling them I was I was out clapping when it happened. <laughs> Everyone found it funny, and lots of people said that my heart was in the right place. Yeah, but your foot wasn't in it. <laughs> uh, the nation has shown their collective appreciation for the NHS staff during the COVID nineteen outbreak by clapping 
each Thursday, like I said. That's the news. That that that's the weird news story. There you go. I'm not gonna bother doing another one. Forget it. Shall I? Alright then, I'll do another quick one. So here's one. Quick one. A gravedigger buried alive in New Jersey. <laughs> All right, a worker at New Jersey Cemetery was left left trapped in a grave after the slides collapsed on him. While he was measuring the eight-foot-deep hole, the 59-year-old happy birthday grave digger was up to his knees in dirt for around half an hour during the incident at Hillside Cemetery in Lyndhurst. Colleagues who heard his cries for help finally freed the prematurely buried worker who was taken to hospital with chest and back pain. So there you go. He just slipped and fell, didn't he? Nearly dug his dug his own grave. Nearly dug his own grave. <laughs> Alright, that was a quick new never done two weird news stories at the same time. Well there you go. There's a first for everything. Right guys, that's the end of the podcast episode forty two. Make sure you tune in for episode forty three. Probably doing about a week's time. If you can do me a massive, massive favor and just uh, plug it, share it, comment on the Apple podcast if you can. Helps with algorithms and all that malarkey. And um, yeah, stay good. Clap at a safe distance. Don't clap too loud and watch where you're walking. I'll catch you guys later. <laughs>